Now, get ready for Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure. Excellent! On today's Excellent Show, we'll speak with California Chrome jockey Victor Espinosa, California Chrome assistant trainer Alan Sherman, and a jockey with more than 3,000 career wins, Aaron Grider. Now, from Sports USA, get ready for Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure. We're Victor Espinoza, the jockey for California Chrome here at Santa Anita, just days before the Breeders' Cup. And Victor, I want to talk about how a horse like yours can go down a little bit and then all of a sudden, boom, back up and look really sharp working out in the morning. Well, we have California Chrome, he has a really strong campaign as a, as a young horse, and, and it take a lot of them. And it took a lot to to get to the Kentucky Derby yeah. and, and and qualify for there, and all those three tough tough races and and the last one he kind of he it was kind of down he's he was a little bit tired and and his injury after I uh, come out of the gate, but he has a time off and uh, he come back to run in the Pennsylvania Derby he was not quite ready for that but our chairman the trainer he feels like he has to run one race before the British Cup sure. he feels like you know. He can go. He can have a hundred percent ready to go the, straight to the Breeders' Cup. So I know it was a tough one, and it was it was a tough situation that they 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 what art he was, and you know he has to give him one race before the Breeders' Cup. Sure. And I know there was just a lot of a lot of fans that were disappointed the the way he ran. I, I I was more concerned about him that he come out of there, you know, in one piece. <laughs> that was most important for me. I know I, I you know I know I was gonna. I, riding to win but he was not a hundred percent ready to go and after that race I come back and work him and he worked unbelievable nice um, and then he worked it again uh, five days he won 59 and then I for the third time I worked in three quarters he got about so nice I mean completely like you know he recovered his energy his endurance his more muscle everything like you know even his coat he was more like shiny in there you know and I know it's like Chrome. He's when he's ready to go. He went up. I remember the the last work I, I went to Los Alamitos, and as soon as he come out of there out of the stall, I mean he was jumping up and down, and and he was wearing up, and 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 that's the you know California Chrome when he feels good. And boy, just before after the Belmont, it was not like that. <laughs> it was completely down. You know, I, I you know he was tired, but uh, nevertheless, I think um, he's ready to to go this time, and I. I believe from the last time that I worked him, he was an amazing work, and, 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 and I believe he's going to run big. Alan Sherman just told me that he's actually grown a little bit, a little growth spurt. Is that unusual at this stage of a three-year-old, or is that typical? No, no, but some horses, you know, some horses normally, and then I think for uh, California Chrome, it, it really, like, uh, I think for the time off, it really helped him uh, and, and get just to relax for a few few weeks and then and they come back and when they start training all over again his muscles grow and he's getting like stronger and 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 look like an older horse bar older older horse body you know right yeah so it's pretty much like like him right now i'm thinking is for the average person who doesn't understand horses is it almost like he's growing into being an adult in front of your eyes yeah, pretty much, and it was quick. <laughs> yeah, for California Corner, it's quick. I mean, uh, I, I mean, for one month to the next, or even two weeks. For the next two weeks, you can see the difference. Uh, I always look at an, an, an any any horse like the, his their uh, their hair. 
Right. And and when the hair is nice and shiny, that's when the horses they really, you know, give her nice attention. And I, I they give me a lot of confidence when they go to the race. California Chrome the last time he ran, he's he's cold. He was not really shiny. You know, his muscles still a little bit weak. It's, he's not really. He was you know completely 100 percent like right. like like now. I mean, last I saw him over here, uh, I think the first day he come from Los Alamitos, I just saw him walking in the in the in the in the barn, and big difference. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, what does it do for the confidence to be back on this surface here, where you know he's had success? Well, I mean, he's uh, it's a bonus for us, for me, basically, because he's a hometown, and he don't have to travel like for any other tracks. I mean. He's he. I don't think it bother him, but yeah. you know it's always uh, nice to uh, to be here in Santa Anita uh, and and be able to California Crown run here in his uh, basically his hometown. Uh, I think it's an extra bonus for California Crown and um, and the way he's doing right now. I mean, I mean anything can happen, but we always I always cross my fingers and hope for the best for him. How about the way the race shapes up in your head now with seeing the field as it is? But not not much. I mean, the you know, it's just one thing that I never really like, you know, think about all the horses. Obviously, there's uh, it's 14 horses field. Uh, it's a big field for uh, the British yeah. Cup this year. But California Crown run for 20 in the in the Kentucky Derby, <laughs> so I don't think it's any issue for that. I, I have a good pose for once. That there um, since I've been riding for the last few races back, they always have the inside. Now he has the outside pose. I, I really, you know, and, and again, I'm me like, for me, I'm really excited and, and to see how he does in the outside pose because I never, since I've been riding him, I always have the inside. <laughs> so it is the first time really that I have outside pose. So. Is that sort of an advantage? Because if you break him good, you can sort of put him wherever you want? Yeah, pretty much to give me a lot of, a lot of control in the race. Yeah. Uh, I can do a lot of, a lot of things that, that I cannot do it if you have my inside. Right. And an outside, pretty much, I can control the, basically half of the field in there, and it's more easy for 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 me as a rider, and especially a horse like like California Chrome, uh, uh, being an outside. Even though if I want to, even though if I waste a little ground and and the turn or or in the any any part of the track, I rather just lose three or four, you know, outside or go three or four wide. They get stuck inside like the last couple of races. One more thing about the entire year. How, what a capper it would be if you can get this one, not only for the horse, but, but for you too. I mean, to win a Breeders' Cup in this situation would be very special, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have tremendous year, uh, a long, long campaign <laughs> for this uh, young horse and, uh, and, and a tremendous year. And, and if I can be able to, like, to win the Classic or the Breeders' Cup, you know, it would be an extra bonus for me for 2014. By the way, do you think of Horse of the Year 2 possibilities? Well, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, he already nominated the whole campaign at three-year-old. Right. So, what, I mean, it's just an unbelievable. Like, we can't ask for more. Sure. Any horse any horse to win the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness, you know, that's your have Horse of the Year. There's no question about it. Fantastic year, Victor. All the best on Saturday. Thank you. Up next on Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure, Ted speaks to the son of Art Sherman, Alan Sherman, assistant trainer to California Chrome, here on Sports USA.
If you or your family love the freedom of swimming any time of year, if you love sharing good times and making great memories, or if you want one of the best total body workouts ever, then it's time to discover the three C's of your very own endless pool. The first C is convenience. Imagine swimming year-round in your own private swimming pool, installed indoors or out, just steps away. The second C is comfort. With sculpted spa seats and your own adjustable temperature, you can easily escape the stress of your day. And the third C is cost. Your endless pool is an affordable luxury at a fraction of the cost of a regular pool. And here's a bonus C, choice. Because when you call for your free endless pool idea kit, you'll receive information on our full line of pools to suit your budget and location. Call now for your free information. 800-787-3019. 800-787-3019. We're back to Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure. Now, assistant trainer to one of the most well-known horses in all of America, California Chrome's Alan Sherman on Sports USA. We're with Alan Sherman here at San Anita Racetrack, and he is the assistant trainer to his dad, Art Sherman of the Great California Chrome. And I was there, by the way, Alan, at the Belmont this year. A very disappointing day, but tell me how that whole thing basically evolved into where you are now. Well, yeah, it was a disappointing day at the Belmont. Uh, he got stepped on leaving the gate and kind of had a rough trip after that. But, you know, the horse has uh, really grown and gotten stronger the past four months. And uh, he couldn't be doing any better right now. I've seen some of the races that he ran back east, and that was not up to his standard. So why all of a sudden does a horse get a little bit of freshness and then, as you say, he's running as well as ever right now? Yeah, he definitely needed that race in, in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, we had to get him started somewhere before the, the Breeders' Cup Classic, and that was a, a good spot to start. And... Uh, you know, he, he didn't get to run his race in Pennsylvania. He had a rough trip in there as well. But, you know, he can't make excuses. He just, he got beat. And, uh, but since that race, I couldn't be asked, I couldn't ask for him to be doing any better than he is right now. They always say horses for courses. Is that the case with him coming back west and being on the dirt that he likes? Well, it doesn't hurt, but, uh, I mean, obviously he can run on a lot of different tracks. You know, he went to Churchill, he went to Pimlico, but he definitely loves Santa Anita. How much does that help from a confidence standpoint from your entire group? You know, it helps. You know, it's nice to be in your own backyard, and you know he's run well here. So, you know, it gives you a little more confidence. What about the Breeders' Cup itself? What does this mean to you guys as a family? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's uh, we're just so happy to be here. Everything after the Derby is kind of icing on the cake to us. You know, that's one race you dream of growing up. You dream of winning that race growing up in this game. And uh, it's just, uh, it's been such a fun ride this horse has taken us, taken us on. And uh, it's not over yet. I think you're going to see a special race on Saturday out of him. If he can pull out a win, what would that mean to the entire year for you guys? And, and also, is there a chance at Horse of the Year? Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's four horses in the race that can get horse of the year if they win i think uh tonalist shared belief uh bayern and california chrome i think if any of those horses win that race they have a legitimate shot at horse of the year when everybody looks at the racing form you sort of get a, a mind uh eyes view of the way the race is going to be run what do you think uh your horse needs to do like literally out of the gate i think uh he'll break sharp i think and there's going to be two horses on the lead. It looks like Marino and Baron. 
will be out there. And uh, I don't know who else. I think the horse on the rail will go this Cigar Street. I think he's got to go from the rail. I see us sitting about fourth on the outside. You know, hopefully we can save some ground going into the first turn. Obviously, you don't want to be 13 wide. You know, I'd rather be four or five wide would be fine. But, um, and I just think if he's got an opportunity at the quarter pole, he's, uh, I think he'll, you'll see like he did in the Derby, you know, just spurred away from him and they'll have to come catch him. So what is it about him that you've seen in the last few workouts that really stands out in your mind? He's gotten bigger and stronger. Uh, you can see it. Yeah, he hit a growth spurt. Oh. And uh, he's just, you know, he's pulling Victor around in the mornings, working him. His last two works have been phenomenal. Um, and we're really excited about Saturday. We always talk about in horse racing, after a horse gets really big, wins a few big races, he usually goes away to stud and you never hear from him again. What are the future plans if he does win this race? I don't know. All I know is uh, what I read in Facebook. If he doesn't run his race, they're going to retire him. If he does, they're going to continue to run him. Wow. But uh, That's interesting, though. you got to look at Facebook. Here I'm asking you, and you're asking Facebook. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but <laughs> he, uh, I think you'll see him run next year. I hope he does. That's really important to the game, though, isn't it, to keep the stars there in front of the public? I agree. I think you should keep them in front of the public, and then I think you should keep them in this country as well. You know, we can't keep selling all of our good horses overseas. It's just going to kind of weaken the American thoroughbred, I think. Yeah. That's my opinion. No, I totally agree with you. So all we're asking for is a little bit of racing luck, here. Huh? That's right. Racing God's got to be on our side. All the best, Alan. I appreciate the time. Pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure. Right after this, Ted will speak to Aaron Grider, one of the winningest jockeys of all time, here on Sports USA. Thanks for calling Consolidated Credit Counseling Services. Can I help you? I sure hope so. I'm in debt. Is it credit card bills? Yes, I have two credit cards that I'm making minimum payments on and another that I'm behind on. I owe about $5,000. What interest rates are you paying? Between 18 and 22%. At that rate, it'll take over 20 years to pay off. Wow, 20 years? What Consolidated Credit can do is work with your creditors to lower your payments and reduce or even eliminate your interest charges. You should be able to pay everything off in three or four years. What do I have to do? Just give me some details and get ready to celebrate your freedom from debt. We're Consolidated Credit. We're we're here to give you freedom from debt. Call now for your free consultation. If I had known it was this easy, I would have called years ago. Call 1-800-699-5128. 1-800-699-5128. That's 1-800-699-5128. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunlight Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company, licensed by New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. We're back to Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure. Now, Ted speaks to a man that ridden in the Breeders' Cup, the Kentucky Derby, and won more than 3,000 races. It's Aaron Grider on Sports USA. Aaron, uh, first of all, a beautiful day at the track today and getting ready for the Breeders' Cup. How special is that as an occasion around here? Uh, it's very exciting. It's, you know, if you ever question why the Breeders' Cup's been here three years in a row, and I believe it's eight times total that they've had it at Santa Anita, come out, uh, come out this weekend. I mean, today is a gorgeous day, and it's, it's even going to be very pleasant during during the weekend it's actually going to be cool for santa anita being in the 60s and 70s but it's going to be pleasant with the big crowd here and the, there's so much energy we don't make these decisions but i still wonder why it's not here every year i mean to me it's the perfect venue and you don't have to worry about weather i mean to sit outside and be able to do your work on a computer and be able to to watch the races 
live. I think I think it brings the fans so much closer when you can be outdoors instead of behind glass walls and doors. Um, you know, people feel it. You feel the energy. You see the horses coming down the stretch. You, you hear the sounds of them, and it's, it, it just brings you to, to be part of it. You got yourself a Breeders' Cup in the past to win. Uh, talk about that one. It was the marathon, right? And I guess that doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist as a, as a Breeders' Cup race. They're still running. A, they're still running a marathon on an under, on the undercard on Friday, but it is no longer a Breeders' Cup event. Um, but it was it was a great experience for me. You know, you always have things in your career that you want to do. And uh, you know I've I've knocked a lot of those a lot of those goals out, and you know a Breeders' Cup was always one of them. And I never had a lot of opportunities to ride many Breeders' Cup horses. And um, you know a couple of years ago I was able to pick up a very nice one from Argentina and get the job done. What do you remember about that race? Well, I just remember the whole month about the horse being here and he used to gallop with a no saddle on and used to have a hood on and like looked like a bonnet and you know people used to laugh at him and he was very quirky. And the first time I got on him here. People were laughing at him. I remember Bob Baffert sitting in the stands asking who it was, and they were saying it was a Breeders' Cup horse, and guys were laughing at me in the stands because it took me 20 minutes to get him to move. Wow. And, uh, you know, just the last couple weeks before before the race, he just improved and improved, and it was just amazing. And, you know, I, I'm a very confident person in my races, but I don't tout my horses. And the two days prior to the Breeders' Cup, People ask me, who do you like in the Breeders' Cup, different races, and I said, I'm the only single on the card. And wow. I, I truly believe that, and I, you know, for me to say that, it's, it's very outgoing because I'm not, I'm not that, uh, that forward about people betting on my horses, but I just felt that he just turned the corner. He was doing so well, and with his stamina, he was going to get a mile and three quarters. Uh, what was his odds, you remember? Um, I think he paid thirty-eight dollars. I think wow. that's what it was. It was thirty-eight. That's a good single. Where were you when I needed you then? Right. right. <laughs> you were one of the few people that wasn't around at the time. But anybody that was around definitely heard me. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So you have one going uh, on Saturday called Rusty Slipper. What can you tell us? Uh, it's Rusty Slipper's trained by Grand Motion, which is, is a great horseman. I mean, he's trained so many great horses and Animal Kingdom and you know Kentucky Derby and Dubai World Cup winner and um, but. It goes without saying how great he is, but he's, he's, he brought her out here early in the meet. She ran in the uh, Rodeo Drive, which was a, a grade one here at Santa Anita, also the same distance as the turf, and she ran great. She got beat, I don't know, I think a length and a quarter, length and a half, really made a good presence of herself, and they were unsure if they were going to run uh, in the mile and a half or if they would get in, and you know, I was very happy to see that she did draw in. But I, I like that she's already been over the course. She's already run against, you know, the... The, at least the West Coast horses, she shows that she, she belongs there. And you have, you have some new European horses that are going to be always uh, something to deal with. But, you know, I'm, I'm very excited about her chances. She's come out of the race great. Her last two breezes coming into this are, are very good. So, you know, if, if she's good enough, then, then she, she's definitely uh, worthy of, of getting this, this victory. But I know she's doing great right now. If I'm reading the racing form, how does she fit into the way the race could be run in your mind? Well, she's going to be forward. Um, you know, last time she sat in the pocket, laying like third, right behind the leader. And uh, you know, she's she's fairly aggressive. She she wants to wants to run. I don't I don't want to take the run away from her. Um, you know, I still haven't talked to Graham Motion about how he thinks the race will be developed. But you know, I think I think it, I have to let her run out of there a little bit because I am breaking from the 11 hole. And if I if I don't at least allow her to break and get in stride, I'm going to be caught five six wide, and that's the last thing you want to do, especially going a mile and a half. So. I can see her clearing most of the field, you know, being in a forward position, maybe stalking the leaders and, and just being in my hands where she's taking me along. And, you know, wherever wherever she finds herself once I get over, 
Um, that's the, my main goal is to save ground. And then, you know, I think she's going to tell me where she wants to be. I'm, I'm not going to take too much hold of her to where I, I slow her stride down. It's about letting her get in that comfortable rhythm. And, and I think, uh, you know, that'll put her first, second, third, fourth at the worst. Well, let's hope uh, you break her just the way you want because that's a, a huge key to every race anyway, isn't it? I've always said I don't care if you're going five furlongs or, you know, a mile and a half. To me, the most important part of a race is, is the first 20 yards, and, and not because you're trying to send a horse or anything else, but it's about getting your position. You know, like I can break on the lead and still take them back to last, but they've broken and they're in stride, and, and that's what's important. You know, if a horse breaks sloppy, you might say, oh, he broke bad, but it still takes them three or four strides to get themselves together because they did something, they're a little uncoordinated as, as they slipped or something might have happened. It takes them a few strides to get back. So to me, a clean break in every race is, is the most important part of it. And then it's up to the riders to find out where you need to be and, and place them in the proper spots. A quick change of subject. I know you're a local sports fan. Uh, uh, are you following the Lakers and Clippers this year? I am. It's been great. They both won the other night. I'm, I'm watching that. I went to the Kings game the other night, and it's fun watching the World Series. I'm just having a blast. I mean, this is California's doing well, and, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to have basketball season back up and, and, and the Kings season back up and you know we were we were blessed to have the Stanley Cup here not that long ago and uh, coach was so great spending so much time here and awesome. it was just it was a great time. What about the Clippers what do you think of them as if, for what you know because we are the Clippers station just want to get your thoughts. You know I haven't been to many Clippers games but I sure enjoy watching them there's, there's great energy they've got some great players and it's just fun I mean it's, it's great to see the last few years the fan base has grown and, and uh, you know at one time it was the Lakers and then, you know, they didn't look at the Clippers. And, right. and now, you know, the Clippers stand out. They're one of the major teams in the league. And, you know, it's, it's just so fun to have them so local. And, you know, I need to get to more of those games. <laughs> it's great to see you, man. All the best in the Breeders' Cup. Thank you so much. I see you in the winter it. circle. Yep. Thanks for listening to Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure. Excellent! Tune in next week for another great interview with some of the biggest names in sports. Don't forget, you can follow Ted Sobel on Twitter at Ted Sobel Sports. Plus, you can check out our other podcasts from Joe Morgan, Jake Plummer, Lee Steinberg, Jimmy Vaccaro, and Fred Dreyer on SportsUSAMedia.com, PodcastONE.com, iTunes, and the TuneIn app for your smartphone. This is Sports USA.